Hola, Tucson. Thank you for joining us for the No Tucson podcast with the City of Tucson Ward 1 Council Member Lane Santa Cruz. Hello, hello. I'm their co-host, Liz Solcero, and today we also have Flor from our Ward 1 team. Welcome, Flor. Hey. If this is your first time listening, again, thank you for joining us. We started this podcast in response to our daily fight against COVID-19 and just as another means to share information and resources with the community. We plan to to tackle like two to three topics or questions and then we'll finish each podcast with uh, sharing something joyful. So the first topic we're going to talk about is the Marital Metals Resiliency Fund. Lane, do you want to share some information on that? Yes. So this past Sunday, uh, our mayor, Regina Romero, wrote opinion piece in the paper letting the community know about the Somos Uno, We Are One Resiliency Fund that is aimed at helping cover some of the gaps that the federal funds was not addressing. And the three parts of that fund, it's um, support for small businesses. All of that is like getting figured out right now as we speak, and hopefully we can have more information to share with folks by next week. So small businesses um, under 25 employees, they can be independent contractors, sole proprietors, LLCs. There'll be more information and, and we can definitely share that with folks as soon as we have more. The other piece is for nonprofits, especially the ones who've had to cancel events or who need support with operations and rent. And then the final piece that we have been working really closely with the mayor's office has been the fund for workers and families. We've been trying to figure out the best way to support a lot of our our workers and families. So whether they're like day laborers, domestic workers, you know, folks who kind of have their own hustle, call them like the gig economy workers, that they have access to some financial support, especially because they were left out of the funding, the stimulus money. So we're working on that. Again, as soon as we have like more information of how to access some of those funds, we'll do that. We've been, you know, seeking out support even at the national level, trying to to leverage funds or match funds here at the city. And then from that, we started getting calls from folks in the community about like, how do we support undocumented families during this time. So we are part of a task force that came together to talk about some of the needs and the issues that folks are seeing around undocumented families and figure out like how we can support or where we can all bring something, you know, to share with each other. And part of it has been like, how do we get financial support for a lot of these families and workers, but also creating a resource guide for families that are either undocumented refugees or or just immigrant uh, who might be needing support around housing, access to to healthcare, um, testing, as well as food. Like the stories we've heard in the task force have been that folks think they can only still only get one food box a month. That is not the case at the moment that, yes, they're short on food, but folks can come at least once a week, you know, to pick up food. Uh, So that, you know, that's something that we wouldn't know otherwise. The other one, too, it's been like folks have been concerned about about testing and the cost of them. And are there free tests for undocumented folks and where can they go 
you know, we found out that like now, like El Rio does free testing, but they still need you to do the telemedicine to call and they'll screen you that way um, for you to come take the test. And then Walgreens is also working on the drive-through testing. That would be free. A lot of it has just been connecting yeah, those stories to then the resources. I mean, the other piece that we found out as well is just that like a lot of the information, I mean, mostly it's English and, and when it is translated, it's in Spanish and that we have a you know, huge refugee population here in the city of Tucson and nobody's making sure that that information is getting to them in the language that they that they speak and that they understand. Part of what what I got from our from the meeting we had was also that like there really isn't uh, like a headquarters or like a main place that supports. So for me, like I think Nelda had said it or somebody mentioned that the reason you know like why this task force was important was because there's a lot of like predator programs and like people out there who are like sending information like saying like oh like you know like through whatsapp which is like most of our family's way of communicating with folks over there like in mexico or wherever they're getting like emails or like even in facebook like there's like messages getting circulated and forwarded where it says click on this link or go to this website and you know like this is the support for undocumented families or like if you receive social security this is where you can go and you'll get an extra bonus it's asking for bank account information for me, what I got from the meeting was that this task force was going to be kind of like the place where people can be like, oh, this is correct information. And this is the nonprofit that's actually offering help. And then this is a scam. And this is a lie because a lot of our families rely on us. Me, like my grandma or my mom, they send me the messages and they're like, is this real? Is this fake? And then I have to do that research. If the task force can be useful in that way as like a fact checker, making sure that our families aren't being targeted by these people. Yeah, that's right. And I, I would just add on, on to that, that we see you, we hear, and we are very committed to helping pull together uh, resources that will support our undocumented families and want to make sure that they get and feel that support from us as we work through all the different intricacies to pull resources, but that we are here and we care. So in addition to supporting our undocumented families, we're also focusing on supporting local businesses. Lord, Lane, who are y'all focusing on supporting this week? I'm focusing on supporting Sushiquito on 12th and Drexel and the Little Placita. Super bomb. I recommend the sushi roll with chicken and meat covered in Hachiro dust. Fire. Wow. <laughs> Sounds amazing. <laughs> Yeah, Mexican sushi is the best. Oh, yeah. Just throwing that in there. And it hasn't been gentrified yet. It's always hinted when you go in there. So <laughs> keep it low key. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, this past week, Antonio did a little special on Delgado's Food Services. Uh, they're out there on 6th by... Outside Pico de, Pico de Gallo. Gallo. Yeah. By Pico de Gallo. Yeah, on the catty corner, Pico de Gallo. And... Like, seriously, hands down, some of the best produce. Like, I've stopped going to the grocery store for produce and just go there once a week and stock up on all my fruits and veggies. It's so flavorful. Y'all got to check them out and support them. Yeah, I would just echo that. It's just great customer service, super welcoming and warm. They're great. They're mobile farmers market right there on 6th and 36th, I believe. 
Right there by yeah, and they just partnered with the local farmer to also provide eggs. So I think we got like a dozen eggs for $2, which is pretty awesome. Liz, where have you been going for pizza in Ward 1? I've been going to Los Olivos. They've got really great pizza and I love their beet salad. That beet salad is legit. And my two favorite pizza toppings there is the La Mexicana, which is like a Sonoran hot dog toppings mm. on a pizza. And then uh, when I want to go a little more basic, I just do the pepperoni and jalapenos. And that's also very tasty. Yeah, I do the, the pepperoni, but I'm going to have to try the other one. All right, Liz. Yeah, let's talk about our moment of joy. Yeah. So we like to finish the podcast with some reflections, like or sharing moments of joy. And I really appreciate it, you, Lane, and getting us to do an activity around poetry. Like each staff member shared a couple poems or words or a quote, um, song, and then we all got to look at it and formulate either a re- like a response to a poem that we read or thread it together with lines. We got to just you know, take, just be creative and, and reflect. And then we've slowly been sharing them out. So we got to hear Flor's poem. So thank you so much for being on here with us today and willing to share. And I'll turn it over to you to introduce it and share. Yeah, so we did these poems and I was mostly inspired by my suffocation being in a house with uh, my baby daddy and my baby. And I haven't canceled Sandra Cisneros yet, which is problematic right now, but I still love her. And I did my poem, it was like a, like a talkback poem, and I took some lines from A House on My Own. And here it goes. Not a man's house, not my best friend's apartment, even though I'm probably lying. Not a daddy's, not my mom's, because she needs someone to go half on the rent with. A house all on my own. Quiero algo que sea mío, with my porch and my pillow and my pretty purple petunias, con una maca with the breeze and an ashtray full of roaches. My books and my stories, mi bacanore, mis canciones. My two shoes waiting beside the bed. My other 30 pairs in the guest room closet, because I got it like that. Nobody to shake a stick at. Nadie que me diga que hay que hacer. Nobody's garbage to pick up after. Not a lover's, not a sibling, not a single person to clean up after. Only a house as quiet as snow, except on musical Mondays, Tuesday karaoke, Bachata Wednesdays, Cumbia Thursday, Reggaeton Fridays, and East Coast Saturdays. Los Domingos limpiamos con la Yeni. I've never liked the quiet house. A space for myself to go, a place for myself and Adi to grow. Clean as paper before the poem, makes you feel eager to feel it, live it, breathe it. Ya quiero llegar a casa. Gracias, Lord. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for providing the space to write that with my coworkers and just giving us something like that. I feel really lucky to be able to do that kind of stuff during my work time. 